and that is why our slogan will always be living the faith. For many people at home, many students at home, they don't live the faith. They only live the moment. Hello dear listeners, welcome to another episode of the Catholic Lab Podcast. My name is Oyeleke Richard. I'm sure you recognize my voice by now. Thank you for taking our time to listen today and for listening to the previous episodes and for sharing them out as well. I have a topic today centered around the family life, the life of youth in the university and whatever we get to discuss again today. I'm here with a friend of mine, a brother of mine. And I would like him to introduce himself. I don't want to mention his name. So please, go ahead. Introduce yourself to the audience. Good evening, listeners. I am Hakini Yabayomi Emmanuel, a graduate of Laduke Akintola University of Technology, Obomosho. You are sure you're a graduate? <laughs> you're in Laduke? Of course strike, I am. Of all. course. At least the last paper has been written. Oh, okay. So yes. Okay. You can continue. <laughs> okay. So I graduated from the Department of Civil Engineering okay in Lautech, and i i thank god for being so great okay thank you for that so in the the religious sphere in the church i would like you to also mention your role please don't don't hide that what do you do in church well i am one of the cat cases instructors in the school so i teach people i catechize people so you're a catechist well uh well we can say that you're welcome sir yeah. you're welcome sir we bow to your wisdom <laughs> thank you for teaching us the faith and for leading people to christ thank you so much okay so um i would like to begin what has been your own experience so far for how many years have you been in school i've been in now take for eight years now eight years to yes. study a course of uh, yeah well good going to eight years just going to, to study in, civil engineering and going to eight years okay. yes so what has been your experience coming to lautech i'm sure i met you when i was in um i think 200 or 300 yeah, i'm not 200. sure that was when you came in for yeah, pd, PD then. yes so what was your experience coming to the campus and what has been your foundation in the faith and how did the campus ground receive it? Mm. So, can you share with us? Yeah, okay. My experience when I came into Lautech, I've always been someone who loves to learn about the faith. And the fact remains that you have to dispose yourself to some things before you can gain few things to yourself. And one of the things that I appreciate most is the fact that the kind of clique I I joined when I came into school formed me and helped me. You know, not just coming to school, but having the right uh, people around will actually transform a lot of things in your life. And that is what I what I thank God for the most that I was able to meet people of uh, to some extent of reasonable will. And I thank God for that. And at the same time, over the years, my experience has been, or let me see my experiences, the degeneration of people's faith when it comes to student life is increasing day by day. Mm -hmm. And why? Because you are having problem with people 
coming from secondary schools who are not having a good formation or let me say at home, at home. yeah mm. the formation is not that solid for them to continue their journey life in school and that is why many of the time would see older ones complaining okay. that the kind of life they lived while in school okay. is now different from the kind of life being lived now in school mm. and if we really check it it's not a problem from the school but it's a problem from home it is what the child brings from home that would depend on in school so that means the uh the 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 generation that I we experience now in school okay. starts from the home, okay. which also affects in a way the school setting. Okay. I think we had uh, virtually the same experience, you know, while I was in school as well. I had a lot of my friends that we started with, but they didn't um like finish together. Now when we say finish together, I don't mean that they dropped out of school. But that at one point or the other, they were not practicing their faith the way they used to. And even along the line, a lot practiced it um, shabbily, where we have to go on visitation to a lot of Catholic youth that will not be in church on a lot of Sundays. Sorry. And yeah. even for programs during the week, and you have to try and drag okay. them. I'm sure you also had the same exactly. experience. Exactly. So, we are trying to pinpoint a problem now. We, say, we are saying that it's the family problem so but how can the family actually prepare their children well for okay. the university life because you know growing up i didn't have any like direct support from the family to learn the faith uh, it was virtually like just I'm, i would say the grace of god and whatever i pick up and i'm i to a large extent i would say the fact that i received the sacrament of confirmation even before entering school that was like the beginning of the whole journey for me which really created a foundation going to school but a lot of persons were also confirmed before they came to school mm. so where do we have the difference like yeah. where does the difference come in when you have these various experiences you can have a young president and when i say Sion for our listeners who do not know what that means it means catholic youth organization of nigeria which um, all Nigerian youth are expected to join at um, a very early stage, at least from their from growing up as a teenager in the church. Okay. So you can find somebody very active in Suyon in his own parish, gets to school, and doesn't even come to church. You can have somebody even giving birth to by catechist as <laughs> a father, and the mom is very a prayer leader. Very common. Oh, okay. So you say these families must have given like a good catechetical knowledge and a, a um how will i put it an example to their children in the way the parents practice their faith but still we don't see the continuation of that in the family in mm. the life of the that, that child in school so where is the problem is the problem actually with the parent or something has gone wrong somewhere well i would like to hear your thoughts on that okay in my own opinion i recently i was having a conversation with uh Meet. And the conversation was based on conversion. Yeah, it's an opportunity that you have someone, maybe who has a, par- a parent that raised him or her in the faith. And it's possible again that we have another person who does not or did not have the opportunity of being formed by the parent. 
But the fact still remains that there is something that each and every one of us needs to take into consideration. And that is the fact that conversion is individual based. The, uh, the kind of conversation we had then with that host mate was about conversion that conversion is so necessary and it is individualistic because when someone no matter what you go through no matter the kind of uh experiences you have while growing up you still have that personal conversion to do which many of the youth are are overlooking yes i have i have a catholic parent who know the faith doesn't guarantee the child being strong in faith so the fact is conversion is a personal business and it's not as if those who are who got to know the faith themselves it's it's a privilege it's a privilege but the the role of family and the role of parents even at that cannot be uh cannot be underrated because the family in so far we are still talking about conversion the role of family is still very very much important now for the for example okay a catholic child who who, who was given birth to by a catechist okay doesn't mean the child would be would be, be become someone who is strong in faith now there is something we need to know and we need to learn in my own um opinion i think many of our parents these days only few take into consideration the proper formation of their children in the catholic faith i might be a catechist and i'm not even i'm not supervising how how the spiritual life of my children how how, how the spiritual life how, how it is mm, okay so i might be a catechist and think because i'm a catechist my child will definitely work in your life hey so that mm. means there is still the conscious effort that needs to be made so as for the children to also walk in the face being a catechist doesn't guarantee that your son or your daughter would be attuned to the face no but it's a grad it's a thing that the child has to supervise and monitor okay and make sure that okay this my child this my children are working in the face and are developing in the face many people who leave the church while in school yeah. yes it's because the faith has not been so formed that they will come to realize and see reasons why they live in the face and that is why our slogan would always be living the faith but many people are too many students are too they don't live the faith they only live the moment they only see what they some people go to church because of friends okay my friend is coming not because they appreciate the faith but mm. because okay i'm going ah okay richard will be would be at the program yeah, yeah of course go. which is good okay but it goes beyond that i might i should see the need to be in the program i should need the need i should see the need to also participate actively because all these little little things they also form the faith but if i know the essence of going i'm not just going because of someone i'm not just going because father would be there but i'm going because okay there is something to be learned definitely the faith would be growing and also would be formed 
So many of those people that go to school, they've not lived the phase. They only enjoy the moment. So once the life is not lived, when you are still young, definitely it will be difficult for you to live that life while you go to school. So that's one of the problems we face in school. That's a, that's a lot to take in. I just wish and hope that our parents hear this and even um, youth, those of us listening to this podcast as well, even though we might not be married yet and for those that are freshly married, can start preparing a great foundation for their children. You know, let, permit me to add a few words as well in my own experience that a father who doesn't care about the kind of books his children accumulate a father who goes out and buy his children love novels a father who goes out to buy his children magazines to read and only buys um, soccer newspapers but doesn't care whether his children have bibles or whether they even have a copy of the catechism of the catholic church a father who is convenient with his children reading a very technical and big books like uh, what's the name of this physics book we read in SS3 secondary school? Oh, we, okay, Ababio is, is physics, Abi. Yes. What's the physics. chemistry version? Uh, with, okay, Ababio is chemistry. Ababio okay, is chemistry. Okay, is physics. Okay. So we also have the mathematics textbook. They are okay with them reading all those things with all the formulas and they believe they will learn it. Yeah. But a lot of times we presume that the catechism of the Catholic Church is just too complex for them to understand. Yeah. They will not, even though they've not picked a copy to even read a sentence from it. Mm. A father who, or mother who doesn't uh, ask the children after catechism class, what did you learn today? I need you to teach me something. I think we have to get practical, just like you said, that we don't presume, we don't work on presumption, but we ask your children when you're playing in the house, ask them questions about the faith. Tell them to stand before you and explain to you a topic about the faith. Yeah, it will help it, a lot. That's the thing. It will help. It will help a lot. It brings their consciousness to the fact that that thing is important to you. Place some of their enumerations even on their performance in catechism classes, not just their results from their chemistry examination. Yeah. We spend a lot, our parents spend a lot on our studies yeah. from primary school to secondary school to university level. But if just a percentage of that finance is also dedicated to accumulating materials of the faith, which are available. Abayomi, I know that you we've shared a lot of files in the past, yeah. even that are free online. Audio files that are easily accessible, picture files, video files that parents can always watch together. You know, there's a video of Father Korapi, which uh, his catechesis video and other videos which I've been watching since my 2011 in Lautec when wow. my friend she introduced me to them and I fell in love with that priest a lot and I was surprised that these videos were released and were available outside way back 1990s when you had a lot of people <laughs> living the faith. Yeah, so, yeah. so we've had this kind of beautiful social media content even back then. Why is it that nobody is talking about them? So, mm. I think they we have to come to the realization that my faith shouldn't just be privatized and yeah. kept to myself. You know, a lot of people live with that mentality of, oh, let me just keep it to myself and not say anything about it. Oh, my children will pick their faith. 
when they grow up. So I don't need to impose my faith on them. Please, I would want you to say something on that. Is a parent teaching the child about the faith or insisting on the child practicing the the, the faith well, is that an imposition? Or should the child just leave the, um, the, the parent just leave the child loose? To then pick for themselves so when they go to university oh it's not necessary for him to be a catholic he can only speak whatever he wants to pick when he gets to school that kind uh-huh. of free religion mentality okay say something about that well the fact is every parent would be accountable for the soul of their children that that is the basic that is, that is the most important thing that parents should know that every one of them would be accountable for the soul or souls of their children so if they do it well, they get the crown. If they do not do it well, they get the condemnation. Of course, we pray that not we, our parents would be saved and they will receive the glory in the end. But the fact still remains that parents play important role in the formation of their children. And that is why Pope Paul VI would say that parents are vicars of Christ. And as much as we say family is a domestic church, that means parents too, they also bear some responsibilities to man, to humanity and to God. And that is why in as much as we say the Pope is the vicar of Christ here on earth, so also the parents are the vicar of Christ because they also bring Christ closer to their children. So that means the facts still should should be emphasized that parents play important role in the formation of their children and that would take me to the words of some uh parents in the book or let me say some families now in the book catholic for a reason it the book was written by scott han or compiled by scott han and one of the things they talked about is they, they, they talked about the significance of Nazareth. That what are the lessons learned from the uh, from the life of the Olive family in Nazareth? That's beautiful. The family of Jesus, Mary, and Joseph. And Joseph. Please, can you share that with us? Now, they emphasized on three points. Or in a way, we can say four. But the fourth point lies in between the three points. And the first one. They talked about the silence in Nazareth. That is, silence in Nazareth helps the children to form their prayer life. That the family should, at every point in time, have that moment whereby they would teach their children the necessity for silence. That when we talk about silence, permit me to read one of the articles here. Okay. Pope Paul VI mentioned silence as his first reflection on the life of the Holy Family at Nazareth. For it is in silence that we are trained in prayer. It is also in interior silence that we contemplate and have communion with God. The noise of the world disrupts and distracts us. Those are the words of Pope Paul VI. Now, like, uh, lightning hits to what happens to children or the kind of life the children should live now now first we've talked about silence that means it helps people the children any family who practices silence help would in a way help the children to appreciate the moment of prayer and in praying we commune with god 
in pray in prayer we understand god the more in prayer we come to realize the the the, the faith and the will of god for us so that means prayer still have to to be to be encouraged in family life you know a prayer and that's why primary family that prays together stays together stays the together. word of mother yeah. teresa yeah so that means the children would learn the prayer life that it is very important and this help them to to form their life in the right way just just to give the recap of everything the second one is community of love like building community of love and sharing now a child would learn in the family that every one of us should have a selfless act towards another all these little little things as little as they are no faith does just does not just come in a big way that okay but this is the faith as if coming down and jumping on someone like that but there are things that 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 are developed doing little little things you don't catch the faith like a virus exactly so there are there, there are things that that accumulate little little things and the the building of community of love and pray or and service would also help the children to form good character because everything the most essential thing is character uh, formation of good character and that is what the church even emphasizes on that okay it is very good that the family builds it is from the family that we have character formation so once the children understand that okay from the family we learn to be selfless from the family we learn to be generous from the family we learn to take things see things of god seriously definitely those things will help the children in making sure that they do and they they, they take their own effort they they make their own effort in making sure that they become better for them to themselves and at the same time for the community so it's very important that we know that that it's from the family that we learn that and the last one is discipline now if you talk of discipline it it, it is from the family that each child would learn how to be diligent because if we look at the, the life of jesus in nazareth as silence as it is but there are still some things we can point to okay. which is the fact that okay he was disciplined he, he he worked with his father joseph and he took to the instructions being given to him and even at that the fact that okay was diligent in his work it was always it was it was also cautious because he learned to do things in the right way and at the right time and that is what diligence is all about doing the right thing at the right way in the right time without doing eye service so those are the things he learned from the family in the family and those are the things that that are expected that the children also get from the family and at the same time through discipline he learned obedience and that we can see when he was uh, when when he was being looked for at the age of 12 when he was found the parents complained but immediately he left them the scripture says he obeyed them and he followed them so from family to will learn obedience which many of the youths would not want to do now 
everybody wants to be boss on his on his or her own. So that means obedience too was learned in the family. And at the same time, the value of work was learned in the family. Jesus Christ was trained and he looked, he, he, he followed through the work of the Father. And he, he, he realized the fact that when we work, we become responsible. If we don't work, we are tend not to be responsible. But working comes with responsibility and that is what we learn in the family as well. So we, an obedience to parents is synonymous to obeying God. That is what, what, what the scripture says. Mm. Honor your father. So yeah. when you obey your parents in the right thing or in the right sense now, definitely you obey God. So these are the things we learn in the life of the holy family in Nazareth. And at the same time, if every family should practice that, it would help in formation of good character of their children and at the same time in the education of their children. Mm. Because that is the responsibility of the of the parent, of the of the family. Mm. In as much we talk of the love of this the good of the spouse, okay. we also talk of the what the formation of the children that God gives to them. Okay. So those are the uh the kind of um connection we can give to what happens at the family of Nazareth and what should be happening in our own families. Mm, that's a lot, Abayami. Thanks a lot for that beautiful exposition and for pointing out those points from the family at Nazareth. I'd like to also ask, from the story of Adam and Eve in the Bible, we find um, a striking picture, in my opinion, about Adam being told to guard the garden, to guard the ground, to till it. Mm. I think that's the word we have in yes. Genesis. Does this uh, mean something more than what we have on the surface when it comes to the role of Adam as yeah. the guardian or custodian of the, of the first family? Thank you. Well, there is a connection. Now, Adam being given the role to till the land and guard it, you know, Still back to the family, it was not good that a man, or it's not good that Adam is alone. So God gave to him Eve, and when He gave to him in, uh, Eve after the creation, God said everything He created was good, and charged Adam to guard until everything. But the fact is, we were made to understand that there was a dichotomy. In the in discharging in Adam discharging his duty, and the fact is Adam allowed a gap in his discharge of his duties, and that was why he failed to guard Eve. Adam failed to guard Eve properly, and that was the reason why Eve fell into the temptation of the serpent although there might be more discussion on that but because of time now adam failed to guard the garden properly and at the same time failed to guard properly the person entrusted to him and that's why we see in christ jesus that insofar adam failed he was able to guard everything god gave to him yeah 
So that is a that is a a, 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 a correlation between Adam and Jesus Christ. Hmm. Now, in coming to fatherhood, okay. that means there is a necessity for every father to guard his family so that there won't be distractions for the, from the world infiltrating his family. Now, if a father is able to guide and guard the family, the family would be brought up in the way of the Lord. And a father that, you know, it's 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 one thing to have a family it's another thing to be able to guide and guard the family which the lord has entrusted to us or entrusted to us rather so that means the father has a major role in making sure that every member of his family is saved in so far, the mother too would always stay conscious and effort in making sure that the family is safe. But the father is like a the pilot of the whole family. So that is why we liken it to, to the garden and to Adam in the garden. The, the role lies on the parent, most especially, and on the father now. Because it is the father who guides and guards the children, the pair, the wife, the parents, so that every one of them is brought in the way of the lord and once this is done it transforms the life of the children or except the children who now chooses to go the wrong way mm. but at least you will know that those children have been given have been given the, the proper formation that like they should proper get foundation for them to, to build on to be to build on it's not left for them to then build on what they have been given from exactly home. it makes it difficult to just derail at the slightest smell of um uh, how will I say it? Temptation or one force from exactly. outside just sweeps you off the ground, and the next Sunday you are not going to church again. Exactly. Okay, I think this has been so fruitful, and I'm sure anyone who listens to the podcast will learn a lot yeah. from it. So, um, let me draw us back again to the school life, to the university life, which we've mm. been talking about. In your experience, when you came to school then and your knowledge of the faith, how it grew to the point where you are now, what will you point to as the activities that helped you grow in your faith, both within the Federation, which you call Nigeria Federation of Catholic Students that helped to hold you together? What will you say kept you in the faith to this moment, as opposed to those who were not kept by those same set of things or mm. values like what is the difference and those things that has kept you have they been so much successful in themselves or is it just because of the foundation you've had mm. what are the things or structures we need to adjust so that when someone comes and lacks proper um, knowledge of the faith is there a way to steal a nest or capture them and help them grow such that they are going back home is a totally different thing. Even though they have not had the formation, we are starting with them afresh. That, okay, we know that the foundation is not there, but we will still help. Are there things like that, structures like this? Um, okay. Yes. Now, permit me to go back to where the whole thing started. Now, the fact is, everybody, now, let me say, every individual 
there is need for us to participate in church activities. In as much as the priest now, they also would organize activities that will edify the faith formation of their parishioners. So it's 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 more it it goes beyond just coming, going. Of course, mass is the highest form of prayer or the highest form of gathering that we can have in the church. But there is still the need for each church to organize activities that would develop and boost the faith of children so here what i'm just talking about is activities the organizing of activities and our spiritual growth not just organizing but participating enhance our spiritual growth and now in school that is need for us or personally now i have that is need for renewal at every point of our life it is a constant renewal and a constant conviction that okay i would be called i would remain catholic if you ask many people who have been groomed in a catholic church if you ask them can you have anything that would take you from the catholic church many of them would always say no i would never so that means it's on a personal, it's a daily thing, like a constant realization of what the, the, the stuff, the graces embedded in the Catholic Church. Only when you when you feel these graces, that is when you can say, okay, nothing will detach me from receiving these graces. So one of the things that have held me up to this moment is what at every point of my life, I have that conviction daily conviction of remaining a catholic and enjoying the graces in the catholic church it is just like saying what, what in the in the scripture the parable of the man who went to sell the land and after selling the land that was when he discovered that there were so many treasures in the land and when he sold the land he wanted to get it back but the owner has it because of so that is how it is with the catholic faith yeah you must appreciate what you have and that has been things that are it's one of the things that have been helping me to sustain my faith apart from conviction but knowing fully well that okay, it is a treasure which when lost cannot be gotten again although the grace is still there to draw whoever has lost uh his or her own place in the church the grace is all, but then on personal level has always been okay it's a tre- i have a treasure on my hands on my palms which i should guard and protect with everything i have so the activities now it's the especially in nfcs now every activity has been structured or should be structured in such a way that people would see the need for them to come and learn about the faith and leaving the faith does not just uh hand in the mouth it also entails we coming to learn more and more and more about our faith. And at the same time, the uh, attenders at mass also cannot be uh, can, cannot be belittled. Mass is very, very significant in making sure that okay, we come to realize the benefit of the church. Cannot just say I call, I am a Catholic. And then everything ends with 
Okay, I come for, for Sunday mass and go. There is need for us to awaken the constant reception of the Holy Communion at Mass every day. Jesus Christ said, do this in my memory. He didn't say, do this once in a while. That every day we should come to add wine and to and dine and wine with the Lord yeah. at the Holy Mass. So those are the things that help us in becoming better as Catholics. Another thing is constant reference for the sacraments. All these little little things, as 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 little as they are, they are those things that are that form us spiritually. This church says for every mass we have a, a, we have an indulgence, we have a partial indulgence for attending mass. So these are the things that uh, that make us that makes that 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 make us to become better. And when we reference the sacrament, sacrament of conf- of confession, sacrament of Eucharist. They build us spiritually. They give us sacramental grace daily. They give us sacramental grace every time that we approach the sacrament. So these are the things that make us better every day of our life. And at the same time, the activities organized, although I've mentioned that, mass, sacraments, and the activities for the spiritual growth of every student. It's very, very important. Um, so those are the things that actually helped me or that have helped me to become who I am today. And personal, mm. uh, the personal reading of those scriptures. scriptures yeah. The church says for every 15 minutes or 30 minutes that you read the scriptures, you get, a, you get an indulgence, also a grace from that. So once you do that, you also, uh, you also have the tendency of becoming better in your faith. And lastly, although we've said that in the uh, when we were talking about the life at Nazareth, the prayer life too, there is need for us to take our prayer life seriously. So once all those things are done, definitely you are on the path to being uh, a good person and a good Christian, Catholic Christian to be precise. Thank you very much for that. There's need for a conscious effort on the part of every Catholic to understand yes. the faith not just knowing yeah. what we do but knowing why we do them why do we go to mass yes, why yeah. do we have the sacrament exactly. why do we um put ash on our heads on ash wednesday why do we have crucifixes in the church why do we bow down to um uh, images do we worship these images why do we ask the saints for worship so when that foundation is solid and we are able to ask these questions and find good answers to them i think we are good to go and just from what i said now something came to my mind that there's this general fear of asking questions which yes, i found in song i actually forgot to mention that okay you said one of the ways in which we can help like most yes. children can be helped mm-hmm. yes of course they might not have good foundation from home but i appreciate all the let me say appreciation goes to those parishes or those churches that organize a question and answer session for their children for, for the children or the member of the church those are ways in which we even for the fact that okay the child or does not have a solid foundation the church too can help even if not all but many 
can still be helped because it's one thing to make provision for those things and it's another thing to be convinced of whatever we hear so that means there should be question and answer session for such people or for such children even in school you know we encourage that even if you have been confirmed catechesis is a long life thing it's it's a life thing it's not just okay i'm confirmed i've received the communion the first holy communion then catechism stopped no catechesis is a gradual process and it should be encouraged although many people now have diversified into bible studies whereby but in situation whereby they are not uh, there is no bible study then the church should organize a kind of continuous catechesis for our children so that they would know okay at this point in time i get to learn more about the faith but the major bone of contention is the students or people should still be uh, encouraged that no matter the level of um, no matter the sacrament you've received even marriage as a sacrament confirmation it doesn't just stop there you should continue the catechism catechesis whether online uh physically and so other for many other forms that the church or individuals have provided just to make sure that everybody is involved in the propagation of faith okay thank you very much for that i would like to also say briefly to also present to the listeners that there are tools out there that you can use to learn about your faith and that you can always fix them even within your work schedule and your life schedule and you will surely get fruit EWTN Radio, EWTN Television. The television is available on DSTV, various channels like that. We have uh, uh, Lumen Christie for those in Nigeria who can also also watch EWTN, which is a global television station. We have Shalom TV, and with your Android phones, you can always download these applications and stream them. You know, we buy data week in, week out, and complain that our data finishes. But we also have to ask ourselves, what do I use my data for? Because yeah. that data that you buy, when you subscribe for a gig, it will definitely finish. Of course. But is there any percentage of my data that goes into my formation? Or do I use all of it just to solve the status and watch pictures that do not even add anything to my life? Mm. Not like they are totally bad in themselves, but when I do that, do I also know that I need to dedicate parts? You send somebody a link to listen to a podcast or to download an audio file of 10 MB or 15 MB and the person tells you, oh, that is huge. But you're an audio mark from morning to night, streaming secular music and dancing and hmm. listening to them. Uh. There's no way you can learn or grow in your face like that. There's a site I use so much, even for preparation of my podcast, catholic.com, owned by Catholic Answers. They also have daily radio shows, question and answer program, people call in. EWTN call to communion is also a call in session which has transformed a lot of lives because they get to learn things that they do not know about their faith. That if not for those questions being asked at those times, they, they, they were close to throwing out the faith in the window. And this has also helped to even bring a lot of persons in who have abandoned the faith at one point or the other due to lack, understanding, uh, lack of understanding of their faith. So I beg our listeners and also I urge myself and also urge Abayomi to keep on learning and keep on, you know, it is, we've not gotten 
we will never get to the point where we say oh we know it all oh, oh, yeah, oh not, i'm so perfect oh possible. the faith is now coming yeah. out of my nostrils <laughs> and out of my hair yeah, oh, i can never leave the church although we need that conviction of yes. oh i know that even no, no matter the problem or the challenges i have in the faith there's always an answer and a solution yeah. leaving the church is not the solution to the problems i have to, even if the problem is about the scandal yeah. and so on that we have all around so when we get to that level of conviction about the faith wow well, at least you have taken a very good step but still mm. there's a need to continue to nurture that day in day yeah. out in every step you take now um one last part i would like to go into so now we are meeting a catholic who was not in church last sunday and was not in church two sundays ago and discussing with this catholic she says to you oh oh i went to my friend's church a pentecostal church or something um i was invited two sundays ago so i went there and then last sunday she invited me again so i went there and then immediately you asked okay uh, was it like you went for a morning mass and you received communion before going based on invitation yeah. okay what is your attitude to that invitation is it something you want to continue to honor every sunday so what should what should be the catholic approach to being invited by non-catholics we know we want to invite them to come to our church when you invite what is the difference between inviting a pentecostal to your church mm. and a catholic being invited to a pentecostal church on mm. sundays, sundays in particular now you would answer this okay please answer this before i then go to the last question I well briefly i would just say that for a catholic who, who, who sees reason or who sees the importance of mass would always not want to miss mass I have a family that even if he, he got married to uh, an Hagnican person, so if they go home for program for, for any celebration, it makes sure that, okay, they attend mass even before going for the function they, they are going for. So that may, that that shows a level of the faith. Now, as students too, you know, Catholics, yes, you can invite persons to come and attend your own programs. But the time for mass, I'm not saying you should not uh, accept the invitation, but the acceptance of the invitation should not be at the detriment of your own attendance at mass. If that is meant for, for any means for you to go for mass, maybe morning mass, go before going for your pro, for your friend's program. And if the fact that okay they can still hold on, attend mass before going for that particular program. You cannot compare whatever they have there to what you have in the Catholic Church. So once you treasure that, you would go for Mass before going for any other program. So that is very, very important mm. and necessary. Thanks for pointing out that the sacramental uh, teaching of the Church, that Christ is present in the Eucharist and yeah. will receive His body and, and blood. blood. Yes. Pentecostal churches do not have the Eucharist, even exactly. though they share or what they call holy communion exactly the bread and the you wine you always want to receive yes. so he wants to take note of that and you know the importance and significance of reception yeah at mass definitely you don't want to leave that for, for just service. going for a so, service and we have to do that respectfully not just um, throwing their invitation but no. even when it is not possible to be kind enough to know that it is not um charity for you to abandon reception of communion, communion. and then 
um, disappear off to a church. Mm-hmm. Although there might be conditions where, okay, maybe in the area, any church would to attend um, mass in the area will be something of great inconvenience. Yeah. Possibly you have to travel mm-hmm. far and wide right. to get to a nearest church. Even if you are not being given an invitation, even the church gives that as um, uh, a kind of dispensation why you could miss mass on a Sunday, Sunday or uh, maybe as a medical doctor you just um, you were on shift that day open lives yeah, and so exactly. on or you had to do something on the way to church yeah you had an emergency just these like are legitimate the, the reasons uh, uh, these are legitimate things that might prevent you from attending mass but not your own willful and um enthusiastic um or we can even say carelessness uh, so we have to be careful to draw a thin line between okay the meaning of my faith and also this gesture of friendship that i want to extend to my non-catholic friend so my statement has to be with love with caution letting them understand also even by saying that that there's a need for you to go to church on that sunday even before coming to their church or if you know that you can always find a catholic church that organizes an evening mass yeah. you know that by going by, for that well, program i can always you attend, can always attend mass. an evening mass yes. but don't throw that away let me go i've said a last i've said it is the last part but now yeah. let me the last last part now <laughs> so uh, you meet someone else again who tells you that i've gone for two sundays but what i've seen there is so beautiful the way they drum the way they sing i don't think i'll be coming back to nfcs the chaplaincy anytime soon yeah, don't we worship the same God? Oh, we receive bread as well there. So I don't think it's a big deal. Uh, when we get to heaven, will God say that um, you, you are a Catholic, you, you are a Redeemer, or you attend the Covenant Church, the way they, all these various designations. Uh, are there Catholics in heaven? We are all beloved children of the Father. So it doesn't matter which faith or which church I attend. So what? how do you address somebody who has then gotten to this point in their own faith who mm. the questions that they were not asking when they were in church because they have attended two three services in a church then mm. i start um asking them not questions about the faith now but questions about uh the end end of time oh mm. uh, at the end of the world uh, does the church that i attend does it matter are we not all worshiping the same god you know I see it as a kind of constant trend. Those questions are kind of constant in my own experience of mm. talking with people. Oh, why are you not in church? And then you try to press for that. It doesn't matter now. We are all worshiping the same God. It doesn't matter. So well, how do you address this situation? I think uh, in the book of um, Pope Benedict XVI, Religion and Tolerance, he made mention of one particular thing there that in as much we talk of we 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 worship the same god but our uh there is a particular word now our understanding of god or our concept of god differs that is how benedict sustained that was how he pinpointed it that in as much as we say we worship the same god but our expression our conception our understanding of god differs and that is one thing that we should we should note now a child i i find it difficult many a times that 
you know any pentecostal church that you go to many of them tend or most of them not all now tend to attack the church they are no longer interested in what the person does now but regard see that church that church that does this that church that does that they even forget the primary aim of why they are christians but what comes after is what is criticism now for a child who goes there i think the best way or the major problem lies in the conviction and of course it still boils back to our various families it is from the family that will start to learn what the church is all about it is from the family that we, con- we are convinced that we get to learn okay if i don't attend mass today what how do i feel it's from the family that we get to learn all those little little things now for a person who goes to another church and feels we worship the same god well the only thing that i think should would be done is just constant catechesis and const- and making the person see how different it is now we talked about the holy communion the other time for someone who have reference for the holy communion and think okay we worship the same god but do we have the same treasure no do we have the same graces no i would say the graces in the catholic church are, are, are such that it helps you just like you are given heaven on a platter of gold so you have to come to realize all those things but once you fail once you are blind to those graces then you can say do we not worship the same god we worship we we can say we worship the same god but our expression and our conception of that god that we we concept of that god we worship is what is different so that 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 actually needs to be taken into consideration and the only thing is you know it is a thing of the mind if the person has gone there i cannot force the person to come to, to come out of the place but as a as a child of god and as a student i must not just give up that okay let the soul be lost no but there is need for constant checkup of the person constant conversation with the person in your own way see what you can do to help the person it that might be a, that might be lots to just going coming invited by a friend there might be lots to it some many could even say okay ah, this is the church that i'm giving proper referrals in but in the catholic church nobody asked of me i think that's a common thing in the in the school terrain now okay in the catholic ah, you don't ask of me but in that church ah, i'm being treated i've been work yes they, are, they, are, they you know there are things that okay it could be as a it could be as a result of various things so there is need for us like not just to condemn the person but see how we can help the person even though the person has a poor foundation of his or her faith so as individuals i might also make sure that okay i help this person in making in seeing things the way they should be and in uh recognizing some uh importance of what we do in the church i think with that the person will be helped if she herself disposes herself or himself to uh being being welcomed or being uh received back into the fold to the church yeah thank you very much for that i think it's it's important to armor that that the church has the fullness of truth i think yeah. that is how the catechism of the catholic church puts it 
their truths in other religion, their truths in other faiths. But in the Catholic Church exists the fullness of the truth mm. as revealed by Christ right. himself, who has come down and has set up the sacramental life of the church, has set up the priesthood, and has given us the apostolic succession of the uh, apostles and the uh, bishops from the time of St. Peter, Peter down to this time. time. And he has also given the church that prevention of erring in what she teaches, that infallibility of, in, the, church. Uh, of, the, of the church. So the, all this beauty of the church cannot just be thrown away. But at the same time, we have to recognize that for a Christian who leaves the church, there are times where we just, it's difficult to do anything. Yeah, exactly. The only thing that is left on our part is to pray for them, but not look at them as um, atheists now, but as uh, our fellow brothers and sisters, which is the recent language of the church, our fellow brothers and sisters who we hope that one day would also fellowship with us together and um, we hope that they can also benefit of the beauty of the church as we practice yeah. it. So, and in our dialogue with them, we also have to begin from what we share in common and hopefully lead them from that which you share in common to the things that uh, then separate us and see how we can have um, a common ground or common understanding. I think a lot of time, a lot of Pentecostals do not even take time to understand what the church truly teaches. Mm. A lot of them do it on hearsay. Yeah. I saw a post recently that the only set of people that believe that Catholics worship Mary are Pentecostals because we don't believe that as Catholics. And yeah. a lot of Pentecostals today still believe that Catholics worship Mary of based on the hearsay of either their pastors and so on and so forth. So, I pray the Lord helps us in, Amen. Our, in our struggle. It's it's a long journey. journey yes. And sometimes you think that there's no end in sight or things are not getting better. But I know that even the little effort we make bears its own fruit and we should just keep, yes, uh, keep exactly. at it with our own um, example of our faith and what we say at every point in time. And I pray that the knowledge we acquire from our reading, especially as teachers, would also be translated to our spiritual lives Amen. as well. Yeah. That at the end of it all, we are not found wanting. Amen. Because yeah, that's think, like scripture that's says, it. let evil standing be, be careful, careful lest, lest it falls. So I think it's very important to also highlight this. That it's not like we are presenting ourselves out there as the perfect mm -hmm. ones. No, yeah. the focus is on Christ. If Richard hears tomorrow, don't point to him as the reason for leaving yeah, the faith, faith or abandoning yeah. the teaching of the church. If a bio me hears tomorrow, don't point to him as the reason because he was your catechism teacher. If your parish priest hears tomorrow, don't point to him as the reason for you abandoning the faith. Let the focus be on Christ. He taught you about Christ. He didn't teach you about himself. As I did, there's a need for us to also present that more and more. We have not gotten to the point where we would say, like St. Paul said, imitate me as I imitate Christ. Christ. And even when St. Paul said that he was still even in his own struggle, and even when we look at that statement, we can even say it is a conditional one. Imitate me as yeah. I imitate Christ, which means do not imitate me in things that I do, which are not in imitation of Christ, Christ himself. 
So the focus is on Christ despite our human weaknesses and despite our human feelings. So Bayomi, thank you for the great work you've done in Lautech as the catechism instructor. I'm sure you've started grooming someone to take over. Of course. For, because God's I'm sure that role is a very key one in the life of every community. Mm-hmm. Having strong uh, faith instructors who can pass on the faith well, uh, proficiently to those coming to faith. Thank you very much and thank you for coming today. I don't know if you have a final word for us. Okay. We well, close. finally, I would just say that our parents should constantly check how their student, how their children perform in school. Ask them just occasionally, do you go to church today? Do you are you are you part in anything, maybe any group society in the church? Ask them. And for those who genuinely answer, okay, no, encourage them to find something doing in the church, not just going to church, warm the benches, and go back. No. But the parents should constantly check on their words. I think it's very important. Thank you. Thank you very much for those final words. And thank you, our dear listeners, for staying tuned to this podcast till this moment. I'm sure you've learned one or two things. Please, I'll encourage you. As much as you might have learned a thing or two, there's someone out there that would also benefit from this podcast. Don't just send them the link. Throw a question at first. Oh, uh, would you mind if I sent you a link to just listen to for like an hour and then we can discuss it afterwards. That person is more open when you then send the link out to the person. So please let's make this cautious effort to share these files the right way so that we can get the right fruits back rather than just throwing them out there at random let us be intentional let us direct it at someone when we get the files this will be uploaded um, on our podcast platforms where you are presently listening to it if you are not listening to it on clubhouse at the moment you can copy the link and just send it to somebody that you know might be struggling with the faith and ask for a feedback from the person and please do well to also support the podcast financially. There's a link in the show notes if you want to support. We have a Flutter Wave account where you can always make your donations to it. To go a long way to help us with the podcast with our setup and with a lot of more things we need to do. Thank you so much for listening today and we meet again on our next episode. Do have a lovely day wherever you are.